Welcome to the A Show. It's an anti anti mask show, man, for October 7th, 2020. How is it going, everybody? Welcome to the Spooktober, man. Uh, you know, it is Spooktober. It is almost seven months into this pandemic. I mean, people think it's eight months, man. This was happening a year ago, man. There's a pneumonia. Whatever, whatever. I don't give a shit at this point. But the point is, it hasn't even been a full year since this. Work from home, remote working area, all, all that shit began. But everybody, everybody is already impatient. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Which is why I came back from the western Michigan, you know, Holland, Grand Rapids, Ottawa Beach, basically just before Chicago, where the Benton Harbor is, where the, there's a border just before Chicago and then the border of Indiana a little bit. You know, because in order to get to Chicago from Detroit, you hit a little bit of Gary, Indiana, and then you get into... Illinois territory, so it's not a direct hit from Michigan to uh, Illinois. But anyways, I I went there because I I have always said I've been to uh, I think I've been to almost every parts of the state Michigan uh, except for that western side where it's Grand Rapids on our west of Lansing, which I didn't know. And there's Zealand, Herman Miller chairs from there. Uh, Holland, there's where Betsy DeVos, billionaire Betsy, billionaire. Our secretary of education, you know, she's from there. The DeVos family, you know, the Frederick Meyer, not the Fred Meyer in Seattle, not the that that Swedish couple, you know. That's fucking Chopper again, you know. It is from so we came back from there uh, about 180 miles. It reminded me of driving from oh Seattle to Portland and then Nashville to Memphis. You know, it's about that distance, but it's been so long that I drove that 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 kind of length of a distance. Uh, in a while, yeah. I, I th- oh yeah, t- Detroit to Mississauga, basically where I'm at, the right on the border of Windsor downtown. That's about 180 miles, uh, 190 miles also. So you know, it's been a while since I did that kind of drive, and then uh, it was a very short trip, couple of nights, and came back. I, I you know, it, it was really good, and I'm I was expecting full on like argument with the conservatives, especially in the Holland area. <laughs> Because those are the Christian fundamentalists are. But uh, they didn't really get into any of that. And then people actually complimented my mask, which was a Penta El Zero, Sierra Miero, uh, uh, Pentagon Jr., the wrestler mask that I got. And then the, they like my flannel <laughs> sweatshirt too. The hoodie that I got from Levi's at a discount last year when it was like 75% off. Uh, I didn't buy anything this year. But, you know, I, I, I always I've always had that as a burner hoodie. You know, I was like, oh, this is a very folly looking hood. And then, uh, yeah, and then I said, I look like a complete Antifa with a flannel hoodie, sunglasses, and this, like, bone-looking Penta El Zero uh, mask on. I just go, I'm an Antifa, man. I'm the radical left. But, you know, I, I didn't get any of those. Only only big eyes that I got is, like, having a AMWF combination of me and Colleen. <laughs> I'll let you figure out what the fucking acronym mi- means. And then uh, she started it, not me. So anyways, it was a really good trip. I would definitely visit Grand Rapids again. Uh, you know, there was uh, Fred Frederick Meyer sculpture in the garden, uh, which was really bigger than I thought. Although the sculpture art aspect of it, I wasn't overly, overly impressed. I just went, this is how rich people live. <laughs> and then uh, since I've been on the sobriety for over 208 209 days now. Holy shit. Uh, I haven't had a chance to check out all those, like, Grand Rapids Brewery. You know, the Western Michigan, Kalamazoo, and all that. Grand Rapids is, like, the brewing capital of America. 
know, I thought it was Denver, Colorado or something where all the microbrewers are. But then, um, no, 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 it turns out it's uh, Western Michigan. But um, I, I stopped drinking. I haven't drank ever since. So I only drink club soda and cola and the pop at this point. Diet preferred, you know. And then uh, because of that, I didn't even get to experience all that. But you know what? What the hell? Like, sobriety has been good, you know. I go and honor the fundamentalist Christians out there without, you know, who are straight edge, not fucking swearing and all that shit and get married at the time, the right time, blah, 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 blah. You know, family first, family first. So what the hell? So I, I wanted to stay in the spirit of it. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I was been... I've been kind of concerned because uh, I know the rural area, especially going more more towards the overall Midwest of America, that's where the COVID picks up. COVID, COVID, the Chinese plague, Kung flu, whatever. And then uh, so I decided to get tested anyway. And then um, I'm feeling fatigued a lot. And then um, I haven't worked out the last three weeks or so. So I started getting back into light workout with the lighter weights. Oh, boy, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I haven't done a single push-up in like two weeks. And then uh, just just... Just moving around, stre- like just stretching is like getting me tired. And I'm also changing up my diet again because this worked last year when I completely took more than a month off from working out. Then working out later in 2019, 20, early 2020 before the pandemic hit, I started like bulking up way faster. And then, uh, yeah, and uh, I, I, because of the trip was involving a lot of driving and walking, I had to eat a lot of carbs like bread and rice, mooncakes, you know, since it was a mid-autumn festival also. But I'm just going like, wow, I, I come back and then I cut carbs and then I said, you know what, I'm about six pounds over though, whatever I was, you know, in the peak of this pandemic. So I'm over welterweight easily and then I got I to gotta go on the regimen here. I got to get back in a more leaner diet and a leaner weight and then I'll see if I can bulk up a little bit. So, you know, suddenly dropping carbs and then just catching up on all these like dra- driving and stuff is probably getting me tired. But I'm, I'm like overly anxious, I guess, with the COVID and I just get tested and I go, you know what, maybe I need to get tested again. So is it, is it the, cr- the fatigue of muscles and everything is also a severe symptom of a COVID? I don't have a fever. Uh, I thought I had diarrhea, which is one of the symptoms too. But then again, I drank milk and ate brioche bread. Shut up. I, I, yeah, I cut carbs, but then, fuck, I ate a loaf <laughs> the day I came back. <laughs> and then just downing the entire loaf of bread, entire loaf. I sort to God, I don't know why. And then uh, having a couple glasses of milk, just an empty stomach. I think that that was a cause of diarrhea, not COVID. I- I'm not having hallucination. I'm still thinking straight. I think, other than the hallucination of anxiousness of like possibly having COVID. And then uh, do I do I still have my senses of smell? You know, I still have senses of the taste. I thought I lost it at one point, but then again, I burnt my mouth with the hot coffee because <laughs> I was so anxious to just chug in coffee. And I'm also just a caffeine crash in general. So I think a lot of the fatigue is just readjusting to the normal diet I was doing three weeks ago and then the, back into the more physical activity outside of driving, walking, and all that stuff that I did. You know, I, I just go like, oh, shit. I, I'm getting anxious. Maybe, maybe I'm overly panicky. But then again, I just go like, you know what? Better say, better be safe than this. sorry later. So, unlike our president, the impetus I call him, the im president of the whatever. Fuck, dude. I, I, you know, if you if you think it was a shit show last week, you know that the drama never ends with this guy. You know, everything is the escalation of like, how can this guy motherfucking top this? How the like the last week's debate. 
you know, it's not a debate. He's like, I think that he did well. And then he goes on to a fucking, you know, campaign fundraiser in Morristown, New Jersey and shit. I just go like, dude, like, I, I, whatever happened since the debate is unbelievable. It's like, I think this guy just wants to lose, but like, wants to save his face in a way, in his own proud way for some fucking reason. That, uh, yeah, it's like, I'm gonna go there and swing him. So, you know, he doesn't give a shit, and the rest of the White House doesn't give a shit. I don't think they want to be there. I think this is no longer about having power. It's just like saving face over the next three weeks. They don't want to go out whimpering. They just want to go out fucking guns blazing. You know, he catches a virus, and then he's like a third major world leader other than Bolsonaro. And then uh, what's a, what the fuck is his face? Boris Johnson, who caught it, you know. Like, it's ironic that three populist uh, fucking deniers of reality and logic have caught this thing. You know, I I just go like, why am I not surprised that he caught it? I'm actually surprised that it took him this long to catch it. Given how the he shook hands and all that with some of the Australian and Brazilian delegates, you know, who were caught having virus before. And then uh, whatever the news conference and all that, you know, calling an hour, listening, you know, driving back and she's like, oh, Dr. Dr. Connolly is going to update. I just go, I, I don't expect any update here. All these mouth breathing morons of a Fox News and like CNN are just going to go top of yaya gaga on this thing and say, why didn't they share this much? Oh, the president is fine. In the meantime, MSNBC is just going like, you know, you know, voter suppression is still real. It's like, can you let it rest for two days, MSNBC, Ali Velshi, and all of you, like, calm the fuck down. Like, the the health of a president is what is important. All bit, I don't like how CNN and Fox News are completely, like, overplaying, downplaying. You know, so I'm, like, watching ABC and NBC, you know, the regular NBC and CBS. I've been watching CBS a lot more because, like, they don't get emotional. But then, like, I, I found it hilarious how Don Jr., Started, like, Norrell, Donald, and Gail King got fucking mad at Don Jr. for just going off of talking points that his dad had after the debate. I just go like, Jesus, Nora got emotional. <laughs> Gail, Gail's getting frustrated. This is, a, this is the most frustrated she got after fucking R. Kelly. But, you know, I just go like, whatever. I, I, nothing surprises me at this point. I'm just, I'm just amazed that, like, this motherfucker don't care. And then he leaves the hospital after he he said he discharged himself. And then now the news on Tuesday, you know, is that hey, he came out of the hospital. That's one thing. And just before the markets close, he's like, no deal, no deal for the new bailout. Fuck Pelosi, fuck Chuck Schumer, fuck rest of them. We gotta finish the Supreme Court first. It's like this motherfucker doesn't care. And then the market went down three percent. And then the market went up because the president got discharged. It's like, maybe his health is okay. And then it's like, ah, fuck, no more bailout money. Fuck, who's gonna, who's gonna artificially inflate these zombie companies and shit? I'm just going like, the airlines, like, furloughing and shit. They're like, I, I, I like, it, this motherfucker is just, like, setting up just to wanting to fucking leave and blame other people. This guy wants to leave. He doesn't want to be there anymore. He wants to go back to civilian life. So please, do your thing, and then just go vote. He just going down swinging for his own fucking benefits. And all these White House people, all these like people who work there as custodians, cooks, and all those people, I feel sorry for them. 
aside from the staff and all those that are there, Pentagon is now like full of like quarantines left and right. And then it's not like all all the aspects of a job of a national security and running a country can be done remotely given some of the protocols and the things have to be done on the facility and a property of Pentagon or the White House. How ridiculous is this? And then it, this looks so... This is incompetent, impatient, impetus running all over the place. And I just go, God. And like this, this, this is... And people are still undecided. I just go like, um, unbelievable. This is another awful waste of time. It's just, I find it more hilarious that... This administration and the rest of the lackeys over here are trying to find the best way to make it to waste. They're finding creative ways to waste our time even more and more. And then, oh, market reacts, market reacts. I just go in like, and all these economists and all that are coming in like, you know, like this virus getting out of hand is not a good thing. It's like, who cares? Fed got this. Fed got this. Like, well, clearly Trump just put a grenade on that shit, you know. Saying fuck stimulus package, you know who knows? Though his mind, his mind might change again, because clearly he's has still having symptoms of hallucination and unclear thinking. Although some people are like, this guy's having dementia. It's like I don't think this guy has dementia. I think this guy is this guy's a massive ADD. <laughs> this guy has a massive ego, and he's just saving his ass. And then he wants to go down on his terms, which is fuck. I tried. <laughs> Let's see how bad I can go. Because he cannot resign. He cannot quit. Because if he does that, like all the credibility that he's built up as this like, fucking egomaniac is over. So this psycho is like risking the entire country <laughs> to go down on his terms. I, I just go, you know what? You know what? This is what America came to. It's like, you know what? Let's see what happens. Let's see what the fuck happens. I mean, market don't give a shit. You know, even if Biden comes in, there'll be some stimulus package, some kind of payment protection coming in for the people, which is rightfully needed at this point. I really don't understand people fucking, like, talking about national debt and shit right now. It's like, oh, gee, you can't spend more than what we should. It's like, dude, they're not making... This has been a fucking... Def- this deficit problem has been a problem for 40 years. Now you're coming in and it's a fucking problem? Oh, we gotta let the free market do its thing. Like, yeah, you, yeah, they did. And then like AT&T Verizon put down the fucking, get rid of the DSL and put fiber optics. And they didn't do any of that shit. You know? For infrastructure, one example. And I just go like, hey, you know what, fuck this. I, I don't care anymore. Like, it will, there will come a time where this moderate, like, liberalism ain't gonna fly. Because it's been going for 40 years. And look what it has gotten. Like, it, it will have to... Taxes will be collected at some point anyway, right? I just go, it will happen. It's just delaying the inevitable. You'll have to catch up to pay the debt. You'll have to catch up to pay for the education and the medical system and the social benefits because given the retiring population, pure science and demographics and population we have, the government is meant to be fucking expanded with the Medicaid and Medicare at this point. So... And what did you expect? And, and yeah, and debt will be paid. This is why I keep saying over and over, my 40s are going to be rough. And all these knuckleheads out there on YouTube who are commenting every single thing, especially like my one of my favorite chief economists, like Muhammad El Alarian, you know, from the Alliance saying, you know, he's always a bear. He's always a bear. He's just bitter that he didn't make a money. He's, a, he's, just, a, he's just a downer. I'm just like, dude, like... 
I honestly have not initiated any position ever since the fucking dip in late, you know, in March. And some people are like, well, you're, you're lost, you're lost. I'm like, yeah, it is a loss, but I just go, okay, here's my theory when I predicted that I need to see the numbers. I need to see the m- numbers, preferably more than f- three quarters of consumer sentiment, the travel level, what, whatever other manufacturing numbers, GDP, and, you know, all those to see how the recovery is going. Because I, if the market were to grow, even continue, it's especially a stock market, if it continues to grow and then just like gain, 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 what's the difference entering in October, November versus entering in July? I, I, I said, it's going to go, it's going to go. What I wasn't so, I'm not time, trying to time it. I wanted to see what the exact recovery looks like. Nobody's giving a clear forecast or any forecast is like a downer from Walmart, Apple, everybody. So everybody's just like gambling on, oh, I'm going to buy all the puts. Oh, and then I'm going to buy all the calls. You know, doing all that gambling shirt up and down. That's how the options here are fucking running at this point. And then Fed got this, Fed got this, European Central Bank got this, print the money, print the money. Oh, China's kind of back on track, so they're manufacturing again. But I'm just like, dude, how many more of these more bailouts can you do? The point of the bailouts is to stop the bleeding, which they did in the first one. The second one is to get people back on their feet so it would get back up and running, you know, in case of a second wave and all that. Not... Go out there. Don't let the virus dominate your life. I just go, dude, it hasn't even been <laughs> seven months. <laughs> I'm just like, how stupid and short-sighted are you people? <laughs> so I, what you're essentially setting up yourself to do is setting up yourself to a failure. So I'm just go. I haven't initiated any of the positions. I'm holding on to cash. Is it a liquidity trap I'm in? You know what? If you think I'm in a trap, fine. But if this thing is going to grow over the next year and then the year after, because airlines I'm holding on to, I have recalibrated my expectation of my Delta holdings as it's not going to recover fully back to the level it was in January 2019 until 2024, 2025. I originally thought 22, 23 year, but given how stupid, dumb, lack of self-control and then some of the vaccine... Even in a rush vaccine, I just go, it's going to take time. And how the phase three trial numbers, I mean, the number is going to come out in November, the initial numbers, right? But some of the side effects you're hearing from Moderna, Pfizer, and whatever Pfizer got held up in America, AstraZeneca got held up in North America, but not in Europe. I just go, this is part of the process. It's not abnormal. It is part of the process. Like, I just go, I need a year worth of number. If it grows, fine. It go. It grows. Who gives a shit? I'm here for the long haul. I'm not even mid in my mid thirties. So everyone wants to be an instant millionaire, instant whatever. Fine. If that's your game, go ahead. Go play that put call game. Go right ahead. Go hedge against your shit. Go ahead. Go hedge against the VIX. Go ahead. That's your game. And don't call these other economists and all those stupid saying. Why do you follow fundamentals? I just go, in the long game, yeah, fundamentals fucking matter. I'm waiting for the fundamental numbers. No one's giving a fucking forecast of the sales. Like, 
If you don't give a bailout money, if, you, if these people who are working blue-collar jobs who cannot work remote, especially in a consumer-driven economy like in America and in Asia and in Europe, whether it's travel, service, food, whatever, how the fuck like, do you expect like the rest of the rich people just to keep continue to spend? You don't get rich by just keep spending your money, right? You're just cutting out your customer base and their spending behavior. And that is slowing down, as we can see from August and September numbers. And then the jobless claims numbers going up. And then the airline companies, especially in America, who have to furlough or cut pay at this point, which means it's going to slow down the spending going into the holiday season. So do you think it's going to be some miraculous 10% upside immediately in the next three, four months? Maybe Biden kind of uplifts it a little bit. Maybe the bailout uplifts it by 3%. Maybe another fucking vaccine good news pops it up another 5%. Yeah, but is it a sustainable thing? I have no fucking idea. I need to see a long-term number as to recovery. And then the numbers indicate after the initial two quarters since this pandemic began, where the recession became official, that it slowed down going into the third quarter aspect of it. We're in the second half of the one game here, the game one. And all these knuckleheads, oh, you this shit, go, go play your gambling game. I would rather go back to my Robin Hood episode and listen to that. I would rather gamble on sports than gamble on these fucking puts and call, calls in at this point. But anyways, I'm going to leave it there. The pre- president is playing with his own life for his own ego, which I find hilarious while other p- people find impulsive, I, impulsive, impatient, impeachable, whatever. I, I don't care. <laughs> the world will work itself out. And he doesn't really matter relative to the market because all these... It's it, it just delaying the inevitable, and it, this is a god-awful waste of time, which has been my my argument for the last four years. It, it does matter. The leadership matters. The message matters. However, in the long thick of things, it doesn't fucking matter. Even in the countries with the great leaders, like in Canada or Germany and all that, you get the knuckleheads. Idiots are idiots. People never fucking learn. So there's my pessimistic or whatever you want to call it, in my opinion, realistic side of things. And these morons looking at stock markets and commenting on CNBC, Bloomberg, Reuters videos on YouTube. That guy's bitter because he lost all his gains. Go fuck yourself. You're an idiot. So if you made money, congratulations. I don't care. So anyways, thanks for listening. (laughs) I'm wide awake now, so I don't think it's COVID. COVID. Maybe I do have COVID, and then I'm just like going presidential over here, POTUS level, impetus level. Okay? Thanks for listening. Send me an email, email at aa-outlook.com, aa-outlook.com, and then uh, we'll check back next week. Welcome to Spooktober, everybody. Everybody says it's spooky season. All right, peace out.